0: Get iXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when they sign up today at iXL.com audio. Visit iXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
2: It's our first round of Start Sick Questions for 2023, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and Five. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard. And right before we started recording this podcast, we found out the Cooper Cup will not be playing in Week One. I, I'm starting to think this is going to be an IR situation. Uh, Sean McVay did not rule out that Cooper Cup would go on IR, but it, it sounds like that's probably the safest option here at this point. What do you think is going to happen with Cooper Cup, Dave? And then what do you think the fallout for the Rams offense is going to be in week one against the Seahawks?
1: First of all, what the hell is going on, Chris? There are so many injuries, and yeah. we haven't even played a game of regular season football yet. You know, is... The funny thing is running backs.
2: Not yeah, that many run, injuries running, running backs. backs. Are the running
1: backs are all healthy. Everybody's fine, but the receivers forget about it, which is why we always say, Spend each of your first five picks on running backs. Yes, that is the winning fantasy strategy, apparently, for 2023. I kid. Uh, Cooper Cup, I think he's going to go on IR. That means a minimum of four games. You don't go and see a specialist in Minnesota when you re-injure your hamstring, unless it's a pretty serious injury. And I think the Rams are slow playing it. And so with him not in the offense, they're going to have a hard time winning downfield with Van Jefferson and Puka Nakua. They'll take shots with those wide receivers, but I think they'll try and just scheme them up. They'll get a lot of good targets, but Tyler Higby's the one that I think will end up winning that battle and, and see as many as six or seven targets right away week one against Seattle. On top of that, the Seahawks secondary is actually pretty good, and if, if they've been getting healthy all week. And if if Witherspoon, their first-round pick, is healthy, That'll make it even harder on the wide receivers. Mm -hmm. You can stash Van Jefferson. You can stash Puka Nakua. But I'm kind of leaning in a different direction for wide receivers. I like the upside of Jaden Reed as a one-week winner, especially if the Packers' top receivers don't end up playing. They didn't practice on Wednesday. Talking about Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, if they're out, Jaden Reed could have a monster game. Tyler Boyd and Isaiah Hodgins are safe floor plays. They can get you around 10 to 12 PPR points. But what about Marvin Mims? Is that that a guy that we can go and shoot for? He's available in about half of CBS Sports Leagues. As long as Jerry Judy's out for Denver, Mims theoretically should play, and he gives them an explosive element to their passing game. He's someone that can help you win in week one and maybe weeks two, three, four, or whenever Jerry Judy ends up coming back. Uh, The Rams offense is going to be a mess. I would try and steer clear. Another
2: injury that we're watching, Travis Kelsey. He's officially questionable for Thursday's season opener against the lions. I'd be surprised if he played, he's got a bone bruise in his knee. It was a hyperextended knee that he left practice with on Tuesday. Just feels unlikely that he'll be able to play. Do you have any interest in Noah gray as a starting tight end? I, I know you like Tyler Higby best among, you know, sort of widely available tight ends. If you need a replacement, do you think there's any chance Noah gray steps up and is worth starting this week? I wouldn't prioritize him like he's who he's who you run to first.
1: If you're if you're in a panic, maybe you did this in the wake of the Travis Kelsey news on on a Tuesday. It was mm-hmm. uh, your race to the waiver wire and you pick up Noah Gray and then you think about it a little bit and you go, well, he might be OK. But Jawan Johnson, someone we've talked about all offseason, good matchup for him. Uh, Gerald Everett is available in about half Mm -hmm. of CBS Sports Leagues. I like his matchup in week one. How about Jake Ferguson in Dallas? He's available in 65% of CBS Sports Leagues. We know how Dak Prescott has leaned on tight ends over the course of his career. That's somebody who could have a decent week one against the Giants and maybe even evolve into a weekly starter. I'd probably go after Ferguson. And if you Mm -hmm. already picked up Gray, you could drop Gray for Ferguson and just hope that Travis Kelsey's back in a couple of weeks. I think that's what the Chiefs are hoping for. And then Noah
2: Gray would be a non-factor. Yeah, I'll throw one more stat out here about Noah Gray. He was one of 33 tight ends to run at least 250 routes last season. He was thirty-second in targets per route run and twenty-eighth in yards per route run. So Sounds about right. Don't have much reason to think that you know former fifth round pick is going to make much of an impact. I think he had two catches the last time Travis Kelsey missed a game. Let's do some start sit calls before we go. We'll start with Everyone on the Indianapolis Colts. Zach Moss returned to practice. He was not wearing a, a non-contact Jersey. So looks like he's got a chance to play in week one. That muddles the running back situation. We've got Anthony Richardson who we're really excited for in the long term. Michael Pittman has some upside. Are you starting anyone on the Colts this week? Nope.
1: No, I think that's the completed. right call.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. And one more. The last time we saw Michael Thomas, he played three games last season. He was actually Pretty good. 16 catches, 171 yards, three touchdowns in those three games. Obviously, that was before Chris Olave really emerged. It was with Jameis Winston as the quarterback. But are you starting Michael Thomas this week in week oh, one? Are you taking a wait-and-see approach? No, I'm I'm gonna look at him in, in PPR leagues as a flex. I think okay. he could
1: absolutely step in and do well on six targets from Derek Carr, certainly be an end zone option. I'm I'm gonna be real curious to see how the Titans defend the Saints when Mm -hmm. they get in the red zone. Which guy do they try and take away? It would make sense for them to take away Olave because he's just so quick and can get himself open with the speed. But they might actually try and take away Thomas. And then the run game is another huge question mark in New Orleans. I think the Saints try and air it out a little bit. They've got their Mm -hmm. new quarterback in Derek Carr. They've got a matchup against Tennessee where I think they'll be able to have success throwing the football. I would think that Michael Thomas is going to have a pretty good day. Love him in DFS as well.
2: Yeah, only right now, at least, with Alvin Kamara suspended, Kendra Miller dealing with a hamstring injury, Jamal Williams kind of the only healthy, proven running back on that uh, roster. Ah, so.
1: hold on.
2: Taysom, Taysom Hill someone there, Chris. Taysom Hill, yes. Excuse
1: Taysom me. Hill might be a Grinch again and uh, steal away from Jamal Williams.
2: That, that might happen. Jamal Williams, best goal line back in the NFL last season. He didn't have Taysom Hill on his team. That's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll see you tomorrow to recap the first game of the NFL season.